Mobile is the future. Use it to power up your profits. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Our show focuses on the latest news and information impacting mobile marketers, publishers, and technologists. We speak with the power players of mobile monetization. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Please welcome our host, Wen Tu. Good afternoon and welcome to Mobile Power and Profit presented by Rumble, the ultimate dashboard to build, modify, and track your mobile apps and mobile websites. This is Wen Tu, your host for Mobile Power and Profit, the show that discusses the latest information impacting mobile marketers, publishers, and technologists. Each week, we bring you insights from mobile industry thought leaders from around the globe. This week, joining us from 3Q Digital, we have Craig Weinberg, VP of Mobile Strategy. Before joining 3Q, uh, Craig was the mobile practice lead for Mindshare's North American client portfolio. We're so glad to have you on the show. Welcome, Craig. Thanks, Wen. It's great to be here. So it was just recently announced that you joined 3Q Digital. How has it been so far? Hectic. Oh, how so? <laughs> uh, hectic in a really good way. Um, 3Q has a lot of amazing clients, and the way that we designed my introduction to them was to just kind of throw me into the wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, I'm doing all things a mobile agency would do myself until we start to build and scale out so that the teams are handling uh, campaigns and channel management within mobile themselves, and I can start to do fun stuff like sit on panels and write white papers. <laughs> so I can imagine it's been uh, a big difference going from being the mobile practice lead at Mindshare and then um, having sort of a smaller, more focused uh, group at 3Q Digital. That really mimics a lot of what marketers and publishers may be facing in which they don't have, let's say, the budget to go all out on mobile and have a big infrastructure but they still want to do the innovative stuff. Sort of any tips that you can give to our listeners who sort of see themselves in that situation? Yeah, I don't actually think you need a lot of money or big budgets to go into mobile. I actually think that my experience at the larger agencies and dealing with larger clients is it's often harder to get things done because there are a lot of other factors and cooks in the kitchen. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just makes things a little more complex in terms of getting them done. So I found that often you dream up a great plan, you strategize a great strategy, whatever it is you know that makes the clients love us. And then by the time it actually gets to fruition, it's sort of watered down and it's not as impactful as it could be. And I think that one of the reasons I really like 3Q is they're very nimble, they're very agile, and they're just very open and smart to new ideas and the clients yeah. are really hungry for it. So it doesn't really take a lot. You can start to dabble in mobile for a few thousand dollars. And sometimes you, it's not really even about making investments in mobile media or buying paid media. It's just about optimizing your presence. You know, you can build a mobile site or you can build a bare bones app that offers some utility for your brand. There are lots of different things that you can do that don't really cost a lot of money. And the analog would be, you know, just getting your website up 10, 15, 20 years ago would be um, not a big deal. You don't need to spend a lot of money to promote it necessarily. Mm -hmm. So what would you suggest to, um, marketers or publishers out there in which what you're saying is true. Um, You just have to pick and experiment a couple of basic things to sort of get rolling on it. But there seems to be so many options out there um, and more options are being introduced every day. And there's a little bit of a um, decision paralysis because there's so much. How, 
um, any rules of thumbs or anything, um, any suggestions you have for our, our listeners of how they can sort of weed through all the options in the market? So, yeah, mobile is really complicated. <laughs> That's why you need someone like me or you need other specialists to come in. The way that we approach it at 3Q, and this is my personal philosophy that I'm trying to imprint on the agency as a whole is don't worry about all the things. Don't worry about your APIs or your SDKs or your responsive design or whatever, your native apps. Don't worry about that just yet. Sit back, take a long, hard look at what your business objectives are and what your metrics are, and then work backwards and find someone who can help you, either it's me through an agency uh, or even just on your own research, figuring out the best way to engage your audience and your customers through mobile. So if your goal is to drive more traffic in store, then let's figure that out. Let's figure out how to do that and then go to someone like me or go and research on your own um, or start talking to friends who have experience with this stuff to figure out how to use all the tools at within the mobile toolkit at your disposal to do that. So it's not about like, well, you know, I need to build an app. Well, do you really need to build an app? Do you really need to build a site? Do you really need to do SMS? Do you really need to get your AdWords up and make sure they're showing on mobile search with Google? Maybe, maybe you need to do all these things. Maybe you only need to do a few of those things. So figure out what your business goals are um, and then work backwards. The basic premise that I operate from is mobile is really the great democratizer of uh, human and computer interaction. And we all basically, like putting on our pants every day, we all basically use mobile in the same way. We all use our iPhone phones and tablets and Androids in the same way. So once you establish that, think like a consumer, think what the experience that you would want out of a brand or you would want out of your company, and then you can work backwards to find the mobile tools to make that happen. Because otherwise, it's going to be decision paralysis. Like you said, you'll never actually make a decision and then you'll just get really, it'll get really complicated. So we've had several um, guests on our show and all of them basically completely agree with you in which you have to go back to the basics and figure out what your business goals are. Um, But when I tell publishers this, they say, no, duh, like um, I want to have more revenue. I want to have more users. But in mobile, trying to connect that business goal to an actual mobile initiative, it's sort of a topsy-curvy sort of tangled path that they have to do. Um, would you, could you sort of help our viewers sort of figure out, yes, you know, we, you know, we understand your business goals, but what is so special about mobile that those metrics are really going to come to life? Do you have a perspective on that? The first thing you need to consider is that it's almost a matter of survival at this point. So yes, it's complicated. uh, And yes, you're trying to figure out the value of it. It doesn't always need to be the anchor of everything that you do. You do need to think mobile first, but it doesn't necessarily mean in all situations that mobile is going to be the answer to all of your problems. It's a matter of figuring out moments within your consumer or your uh, your audience's day uh, where you can insert yourself to them and where you can capture different moments of interaction. Maybe those moments don't happen every day. A great example of that is um, I recently traveled out to San Francisco to visit the 3Q headquarters and meet with some clients. I had to reschedule my flight back last Wednesday night, and um, I went into the JetBlue app and was able to handle everything that I needed to there. That's more of a utility use case than anything else, but 
have I been into the JetBlue app since then? No, but knowing that it's there and that it offers me the easiest and least, uh, the path of least resistance to getting what I want done as a utility is the best thing that, you know, you could offer that customer. So, um, you know, you need to think of the use cases that you're trying to plan for and then think about ways that you can insert yourself or try to earn the right to be, um, excuse me, be on the consumer's homepage or be on that front screen or at least be top of mind when a user is using their phone to do something so they know, oh, you know, I, I'm not going to go to Google Maps for this. I'm just going to use Yelp. Uh, or, you know what, I'm, I'm thinking about some new glasses and that Warby Parker app lets me try on glasses virtually through um, through the phone. So let me, let me do that. So at least having the brand presence and awareness to support the assets and content that you're putting into mobile can be the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So about capturing these moments, that's another um, um, pattern that I've seen a lot of our guests talk about, about mobile is really about moments and that in that given moment when you're, you were in San Francisco and you went to the JetBlue app, a lot of things converged all together. And all these moments, there are several permutations of it. But a lot of publishers say, I can come up with a specific example, but how do I scale that up so that it's not just... Um, one-off instances, but how do I really think about my mobile strategy at scale? Well, what does at scale really mean? I think I have, uh, I always, you know, my, my spidey sense goes up when I hear the word at scale. Is it you have 100 million customers and you're Walmart, uh, and so you need to plan for all of these interactions, or you're a smaller business and you have a few million customers and so you can start to segment and you can build different experiences, let's say for the most common use cases or the most common um, instances that your consumers are going to come up with and would need assistance or need interaction with the app. So, you know, I, I guess my issue with the term at scale is, is it always lucrative and is it engaged? Is it really about finding the largest audiences possible or is it about finding the right consumers, the right users, um, and then making them through surprise and delight or utility or whatever it may be, appreciate you and be top of mind in those moments when they need you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we have to take a break for commercials right now, but hope your spidey senses are back uh, for the next segment. We'll be back after these commercials. Stay tuned for more mobile power and profit after this brief profit timeout. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point click, and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. 
With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash Webmaster Radio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Wen Tu. Welcome back to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Craig Weinberg, VP of Mobile Strategy at 3Q Digital, is here with us today. So, Craig, we understand that although mobile is an exciting and really important platform, it's not a standalone solution to reaching the consumer. The question is whether it be conversions or e-commerce, we've heard the need to have a really holistic strategy tying multiple screens together. How exactly do people start off thinking about being a little bit more holistic because in the last segment you talked about how a lot of people think of mobile very insularly, but at 3Q you want them to think about it more holistically. So, you know, I started out at Sony Music uh, kind of peddling um, ringtones and ringbacks, if anyone in the audience actually remembers what those things were. Um, Uh And that was at a point when mobile was more of an accessory than it was sort of a lifeline. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that we often get caught up in trying to get really specific about planning this or planning that or what the user experience is. Sometimes the best use of mobile is tying other experiences together. You know, obviously we see a rise in mobile search when there are TV commercials for a brand. Um, And we, when I was in San Francisco, we were dealing with this exact, how do we measure the incrementality of search? How do we measure the incrementality of other display and other media for app installs, for example, working when this particular client has TV running? Um, So in an ideal world, you've got all of these things kind of flowing at the same time, but it's the case where sometimes, again, if you really get back to what the goals are and what you're trying to do for your audience, you can often use mobile in a lighter kind of way. It doesn't need to be like mobile first. Um, You can use it in a way that ties together some of your other experiences. This is also where like cloud-based marketing and cloud platforms come into play. My best example, my favorite example personally is Amazon. You know, adding something to my Amazon cart on the app and then going into my computer and looking at it to look at it with bigger pictures or a bigger screen and having it be there instantaneously is just such a great example. Now that's Amazon, so that's one extreme example. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it could just be like I start I've started getting text message reminders on when I have my dental checkups, you know, my biannual dental checkups. That's 
perfect. You know, I don't want to have like it's easier than getting a phone call. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to call back and confirm. I just get it. I hit reply Y and then that's it, you know, and then I get uh, an invitation to add it to my calendar and that's it. And I remember that I have an appointment and it's more impactful that way. Mm-hmm. So what are some sort of middle of the world multi-screen campaigns that you've seen that really takes advantage of um, mobile as a lifeline? That's a great question. So there are the obvious bigger examples. You know, you have an Uber, which is entirely a mobile first company um, where their entire business is through the app. You only really go into their online dashboard to download your, uh, your, 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 uh, Ride history just for you can so you can exp- expense them. Yeah. Um, you know, Amazon's another great example. I think what Facebook's been doing again on the larger tech side, what Facebook's been doing to transition to mobile first is amazing. And you can see the revenue now is $1.82 billion projected for the year. Um, so you, you can see that. Um, I'm actually on a text message list for do something.org, which is just a yeah. charitable giving organization, um, or even getting text messages from the Red Cross um, is a really good example um you know just just sort of those subtle reminders just you know you see a commercial you're able to text in you're able to you know maybe download the app or just even redeem some type of offer or code if you come in through mobile so there are a lot of different examples but i think there's a lot that we can learn from some of the larger companies like a facebook or amazon um or an uber in terms of like how they operate but again you know they have very captive audiences yeah so for smaller businesses, it's definitely a challenge, but that doesn't mean that it's impossible. And you can just start to talk to your customers and ask them for things that, you know, survey them, ask them for things that might be useful or what they might like to see. And you can start there. Yeah. So it's interesting. You you um, bring up a lot about just a simple text message is really great or alerts. Um, and mobile really provides a way for um, marketers and publishers to really engage with their audiences um, in the in those special moments. Um, when I talk to a lot of publishers and marketers, um, there is this, I would say, not a huge divide, but a confusion of where they really stand between um, having a responsive mobile um, website, um, so the whole entire experience is tied to whatever they have on desktop, versus actually going to the whole other side, which is a native app in which they'll have these um, additional opportunities to engage with their audiences sort of where like as you're talking to your various clients where do you sort of see the trends or where do you see sort of the pros and cons of going in either of those directions very good question it definitely depends again you know i always go back to what are the business goals where is the traffic coming from um, when you look at your own, let's say Google Analytics, where are the is the traffic coming from mobile? Is the majority of traffic still coming from desktop? Um, you know, I'm always still a fan of mobile web. I think even as recently as three or four years ago, we would never tell a client to do a mobile campaign unless they had a mobile optimized website or a WAP site, as we called them in the old days. Yeah. But now that's not really the case. You don't you don't need that. You could run a rich media campaign and have everything that you need within that. You can do buying from an ad unit at this point. Um, I think you know, in terms of what's scalable and what's easily most easily implemented, probably responsive design from the start um, and making sure that your site is functioning at peak levels and, you know, visually looks great on all the different screen sizes. That's probably going to be your most universally scalable option. 
the challenge becomes with an app is really what kind of business are you and how frequently are people going to check in. And I think that when you look at mobile, especially in terms of apps, um, I actually caution most clients not to build apps most of the time because it's a lot of work and it's a lot of money and you really need to be laser focused and you need to be very specific about what you're trying to accomplish. The app business right now is one of the hardest businesses in digital media. You know, you've got a million apps in the app stores in each of them and the competition's crazy and you're competing with a lot of people for a lot of, you know, very little real estate. Um, but I would say that, you know, if you're generally speaking, if you fall within one of three realms, you're probably going to be okay. Uh, productivity, utility, and entertainment. So if you mm-hmm. look at the apps that are most popular in the app stores, those are really where they, they follow. But at the same time, you can also do a lot of that same functionality through mobile web as well. And understand that search is really still a big origin, even on the, especially on the phone through Google, Bing, some of these other uh, platforms that we have. Um, to find information when you're in a different mindset and you're hunting things down, um, the first point of interest is probably still going to be the website. It's not necessarily going to be a search within the app store. The endpoint can result in interactions on the website, on the phone or the tablet, but really, you know, you're still going to have an offer to get people to download the app as long as the functionality is there within utility, productivity, or entertainment. But it very still, either you know, it very much uh, starts with the search as well. Mm-hmm. So being a, a, a part of a company that has really looked at uh, native apps and mobile um, web and development of it, as vendors like Rumble and others really push the um, envelope of driving down cost and everything, would your approach change a little bit? Um, I just hear that there's a million apps in the app store, but there are um, tens and hundreds of millions of websites on the web also. Um but once a user downloads the app, you have that potential of doing push alerts and doing very interesting engagement items. Yeah, the cost for production is definitely down. It doesn't mean that you have a bunch of good development shops out there. I could probably count on one hand the amount of development shops and agencies uh, and you know firms that I would trust. Mm-hmm. And that's not cheap. You know, to build a good app is is still a lot of money. Um, but again, it depends on what you're trying to do. I just I, I think, again, still, um, if the interest is there, if you can start to um, build the business case for why you think a native app would be good for your customers and why they would use it uh, and not just download it once and then and then never use it again and it would go to the app graveyard, then, yeah, you could start doing it. And it's easier than ever to build an app. I mean, you could easily – you can even, you know, find a, a – uh, uh, course yourself and go to General Assembly and try to build your own app if you were so ambitious. Um, but that's not really the best case scenario if you're hustling and trying to bring dollars in the door for your yeah, smaller or medium business. business, not a hobby. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what, um, what other examples have you seen in which um, marketers have really tied together multi-screen campaigns that you felt they did something really interesting um, that was low cost um, that really had an impact on their business. Uh, I love this one example. This is from like a year or two ago uh, when Vine was growing, when Twitter you know, really made a big push for Vine. It was around the spring or summertime, and Lowe's actually started putting how-to videos on Vine uh, mm-hmm. for summer stuff. So it was like 
uh, how to prep your grill or how to uh, repair a patio or something like that. Yeah. But, but all within, you know, six second vines, which I thought was just like great. And now um, a personal favorite is something that I see, which is um, BuzzFeed is sort of doing the same thing with some of their videos on Facebook and social media where it's like um, – so it's like, all right, how to do this simple egg recipe and there's no there's no volume and you can just watch it and in like 20 seconds they show you how to do it. And I'm like, wow, I've learned something. That added something to my day. There, There's some value there. Maybe I'll try that recipe or maybe I'll yeah. try to do that because they explained it to me in a very visual, straightforward kind of way. Um, so, you know, I think I think examples like that are great. Um I guess for more examples, I'd probably have to think a little deeper. I'm pretty, I'm pretty critical, so I, I have a pretty high threshold for good examples. Okay. Well, hold those examples. We have to take a break for commercials, but we'll be right back with Mobile Power and Profit after these messages. Stay tuned for more Mobile Power and Profit after this brief profit timeout. All-Inclusive Marketing is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. The A in All-Inclusive Marketing means award-winning winning leadership, excellence and results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Wen Tu. Welcome back to Mobile Power and Profit. Craig Weinberg here has been giving us really actionable advice and specific examples on how to approach marketing on mobile. So Craig, with better technology and mobile tracking, it's going to start being much easier to target and segment and really reach the proper audiences. So with better technology and mobile tracking, it's getting easier to really target and segment, especially on mobile. Um, Craig, do you have any advice um, to our listeners on how they should really think about the data aspects of mobile? Yeah, I would say don't complicate it. 
Um, mm-hmm. You're already probably getting a lot of data in from your CRM systems. You're getting data in from your Google Analytics or if you're lo- using Adobe, or Omniture, a lot of these different analytics platforms. They're not necessarily great for mobile, but you're still getting in information that can be actionable. And mm-hmm. I would say before kind of looking a finger and sticking it into the wind and thinking, well, maybe we should do this or maybe we should do that, and then not being comfortable enough and that confident in that decision because you haven't really investigated it, try to find data on what you know what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, one simple thing, targeting could be as simple as, oh, we see a lot of traffic coming in from Android devices. Maybe we should make sure instead of doing an iOS app, if we decide to do that, we should do an Android app first. Um, yeah. Or, you know, we see that our customers have this household income. They tend to be uh, women from the ages of 35 to 54. Uh, what publishers align best to that? Or could we go to some type of automated media buying like a DSP or programmatic and try to find those users in a more cost-effective kind of way? And again, that's actually where having a specialist like someone like me or another agency comes to bear. Um, you know, at 3Q, we're always happy to have conversations, initial conversations, consulting for free. So like that's the kind of stuff where we geek out on it and we're happy to help with those initial findings. And then um, if it leads somewhere, great. But then you at least have a little more intelligence of, of what you need to do, both on the the paid side and the own side. Yeah. So as as we said before, like when at the top of the show, uh, mobile is complicated. Um, there's a lot of tech aspects t- to it, and you really suggest um, finding the right partner to help um, come up with the mobile strategy. Can you give us an example um, of something that Three Q has done with a uh, with a client that could really bring to light how a partner is so helpful? Yeah, I mean, we're working on a few things now with some of our larger clients where they're looking to grow globally. And so we're trying to find partners in different regions around the world that are strong uh, internationally. You know, much of mobile is very much focused on North America and the U.S. It's obviously a big market. But what are we doing with developing nations and how do we try to find users for our clients in those areas? And so we're trying to target kind of hyper target partners that would make sense and have them work with us strategically to come back to the client with plans that say, all right, we've identified these core areas. This is how we're going to target people. This is who we're going to go after. And this is what we think the results are going to be. Let's start testing uh, in a small incremental way. And then as the performance shows that it's growing, that it's working, then we can put more money into it and start to have it uh, flow more fluidly from us and the client uh, into you know, the net result of driving more business for the client. So are there any specific examples um, at 3Q or maybe even MediaVest um, that you could share with our listeners? Yeah, I mean, I think from my Mindshare days, I'm I'm happy to share one. I'm very proud, actually. We um, launched a campaign with AMPM, which is a West Coast-based convenience store under the BP portfolio. Um, and I actually disagreed with the client's strategy of launching an app, uh, but I was you know happily proven wrong there. And we basically designed an app that was a virtual scratcher card for AMPM. And the challenge was how to offer uh, some type of utility and entertainment through an app where people could actually do, you know, scratch off virtually on in the app and win prizes and then be entered to win various grand prizes. Uh, the challenge with AMPM, though, is that they don't actually accept credit cards. They accept debit cards, but not credit cards. And that's one of the reasons they're able to keep gas prices so low yeah. and they're preferred out in the West Coast. So how do we do that without having any type of interaction with their PA? 
iOS system. So we devised this app. Uh, we imported all the product SKUs and everything, working with our, our retail partners, our wholesale partners, and we brought in Coke and we brought in Slim Jim. We brought a bunch of other partners in who were into the idea of trying something new and testing it as a promotional tool for about two months or so. And um, much to my chagrin, you know, we had very little in paid media. We only spent maybe about $50,000 on paid downloads. And then we used a lot of uh, in-store uh, POP uh, to draw attention to downloading the app. And we had QR codes within the store so people could easily scan the code and get new sheets to new um, scratcher sheets to scratch off uh, and really kind of plastered inside the store. We didn't even have to educate the employees or the cashiers since it would have been more trouble than it was worth. Um, there's often some latency with that as well. Didn't even have to do that. They just were able to enter in the prizes at a SKU level, at a family product level, put them in. And then with $50,000 in paid media, we ended up generating over a million downloads for AMPM across iOS and Android. It was a smashing success. And I, yeah. to this day, I tell the client that he was right and I was wrong and I was happily <laughs> proved wrong there. Um, but you know, that's, that's just one example where we offered some utility, some entertainment. Um, there was a clear value exchange and you know, it, it, it worked and we had very little paid media to support it. Uh, but we used the assets that we had available to us to promote it. And that's another aspect of tying, using mobile to tie all these other areas together. If you use the assets you have at your disposal and you really make a concerted, uh, focused effort to support that mobile product or that app or whatever it might be, whatever that value exchange offer is, your customers will, will do it. You know, have yeah. faith in your customers. They're going to interact. They're going to tell you good stuff. They're going to tell you bad stuff too. So be yeah. prepared for a lot, of, a lot of feedback. But overall, they're going to interact and you know, you'll be able to test and continue learning and refining. Yeah, it's a great conversation, Craig. So mobile is no longer an accessory, it's a lifeline. And as our listeners come up with their mobile strategy, really think about the moments and really using the assets that they have. Craig, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Okay. So this has been Wen Tu, joined by Craig Weinberg on Mobile Power and Profit. You can find our podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, as well as the Webmaster Radio mobile app. Thanks for joining us for this week's Mobile Power and Profit presented by Rumble, the ultimate dashboard to build, modify, and track your mobile apps and mobile websites. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.